Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to episode 47 of the C1 Speaking Podcast. I hope you're in good spirits and ready to dive into natural spoken English with me, Christian. And as the regular listeners know by now, I'm talking about the kind of English that empowers you to engage in relevant and meaningful conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the reasons why people might prefer alternative medicine to conventional medicine. But before we continue with the answer, I want you to know that this is question 29 from chapter 6 of my book, Express Yourself in English. Now, to be clear, I will provide a different answer in today's episode than the one in the book. And this approach allows you to spot the differences between the answer in the podcast and the answer in the book. I believe this is a brilliant way to build your speaking flexibility around meaningful conversations that matter in today's world and ultimately to elevate your English fluency altogether. With that said, let's continue with the answer. But first, let's start with the question. Why do some people prefer alternative medicine to conventional medicine? And by the way, you can also say medicine. Yeah, medicine and medicine are both correct. Here's the answer. Well, I guess that some people choose alternative medicine instead of regular doctor's treatments for a few reasons. First, alternative medicine often focuses on treating the whole person, not just the symptoms of a disease. It's like caring for your whole body, not just one part that's unwell. Take my friend Javier, for instance. He suffered from constant headaches and, instead of relying solely on painkillers, he tried acupuncture. It's a treatment where fine needles are used on specific body parts. And surprisingly, it helped him not only with the headaches, but also made him feel more relaxed overall. Another reason is the desire for natural treatments. Many alternative therapies use herbs, acupuncture or massage which appeal to those wary of pharmaceuticals. It's like choosing a home-cooked meal over processed food. Some people feel more comfortable in knowing what's going into their body. Lastly, alternative medicine lets people be more involved in their own health. It's like being part of the decision-making about what to eat to stay healthy rather than just following a set diet plan. Now, having said all that, it's important to remember that not all 
alternative treatments are tested scientifically. So, while alternative medicine can offer benefits, it's crucial to approach it with caution. In my view, it's always good to talk to a doctor, especially for serious health problems. In a nutshell, we can say that people like alternative medicine because it treats the whole person, uses natural methods, and lets them be part of their health decisions. But I believe you should always be careful and get advice from a doctor for serious health issues. All right, that was my answer. Now, let's take a moment to delve into a couple of key phrases used in today's discussion. In my answer, I use the phrase wary of pharmaceuticals. Let's take a closer look at this expression, okay? So first, try to repeat after me. Let's practice pronunciation. Wary of pharmaceuticals. Wary of pharmaceuticals. Did you try to pronounce it? Wary of pharmaceuticals. Yeah, being wary of pharmaceuticals. And the meaning of being wary of pharmaceuticals refers to having a cautious or suspicious attitude towards medications or drugs produced by pharmaceutical companies. And this can stem from concerns about side effects, efficacy, or ethical practices of the pharmaceutical industry. Let me give you a few example sentences. So the first one that I wrote down is, many patients are becoming increasingly wary of pharmaceuticals due to potential side effects. So this sentence conveys that a growing number of patients are cautious about using medications because of the possible adverse effects they might have. All right? And as always, if you sign up for the mailing list, you get a transcript of this answer straight into your mailbox, and I highly recommend that, because it will really enhance your learning process. All right, sentence number two, sentence number two. With the rise of holistic health movements, more people are wary of pharmaceuticals, preferring natural remedies. So here, the phrase is used to indicate that people are becoming more skeptical of medications in favor of natural or alternative health solutions. And the last example sentence, to give you some context, environmental activists are wary of pharmaceuticals contaminating water supplies. So in this example, the phrase wary of pharmaceuticals is used to express concerns about the environmental impact of medication, particularly its potential to contaminate water sources. Got that? All right, let's move on then. Let's look at one other phrase. Approach something with caution. 
approach something with caution. Now, can you repeat that after me? To approach something with caution. Well done. And this means to deal with a particular situation, task or opportunity in a careful and mindful way, being alert to potential risks or problems. It implies a thoughtful and prudent attitude rather than rushing in or being overly confident. And again, I will give you three sentences to give you some context, okay? So the first sentence is, given the complexity of the issue, it's wise to approach it with caution. So this sentence suggests that due to the complicated nature of the issue, it should be handled carefully and thoughtfully. So you can imagine that you can use this phrase in many different contexts, right? From climate change to migration. <laughs> All right. Sentence number two, investors should approach new market trends with caution as they can be unpredictable. So here the phrase is used in the context of financial investments, advising investors to be careful when considering new market trends because of their potential volatility. And volatility in the context of, uh, in the context of financial markets means that the valuation can go up and down, up and down, up and down. So one day it's $100, the next day it's $80, and then the day after it's $120, for example, right? Okay then, last example sentence to give you some context. When trying out new technology, it's best to approach it with caution and not rely on it completely until it's proven reliable. So in this example, the phrase is advising a cautious and measured approach when adopting new technology. For example, when using ChatGPT, when learning English, you should approach it with caution, right? Because it's not always correct. I know from experience. Always check and double check when using ChatGPT, when learning English. Believe me. All right, dear listeners, I want you to remember the two language chunks we discussed today. Being wary of something and approaching something with caution. And of course, use them when appropriate. As previously mentioned, you cannot find the answer to today's episode in my book express yourself in English. Instead, if you have the book, you'll discover a completely different answer together with a vocabulary glossary, a gap fill quiz, as well as a comprehension quiz. And in addition, you get access to clear audio in MP3 format, as well as Quizlet cards to enhance your learning process. For more info, Check vocabularyebook.com or go straight to Amazon and search for Express Yourself in English. And with that, we wrap up today's episode. Thank you for joining me. 
I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you enjoy my podcast, please consider leaving a review or sharing it with your friends. Until next time, stay curious, keep learning, and as always, happy speaking. Talk soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. patreon.com slash build your English patreon.com slash build your English